0: strike emotions and i knew that that clone style was striking a lot of emotions
1: can you yeah. imagine uh cult fiction starring goofy and uh mickey mouse
0: i can totally imagine that you i'm sure somebody's written like that and with cheese in france mickey <laughs> what <laughs> boy ale with cheese i can totally see i would i would watch the hell out of that movie
2: yes i gladly saw sacrifice that my my
0: Progeny to view a mighty Marvel beast. <laughs> <laughs> but Neil Adams is somewhere going, mm-hmm. it's, uh, it's my time. Uh, <laughs>
1: How do you measure success? Hey, everyone, and welcome to a late edition of Superhero Speak. I'm your host, Dave. And John. Jitty. Yes, yes. Because of the holiday, we didn't record on Monday, and then I had plans on Tuesday, so. So your show will be a, a day or two late. You'll live with it. We're usually on time.
3: <laughs> We've been on time what for been, what eight years? If it really bothers you, I will personally pay you back the money that you have spent on listening to this podcast.
1: <laughs> oh, it's free. Oh, okay. So, well, okay then. So, how is how is everyone? How was everyone's holiday weekend? JD,
3: Covidy, <laughs> very very Covidy. Oh, <laughs> the, the, when I cleared, I, I cleared. I I was making sure I was good. The day my wife was supposed to come back, she popped. So then I had to go stay in the hotel for a few days because I had to work last week. And then she's been dealing with it. She's good, but her, we're still in the quarantine period. So we're, we're okay. You know, you live in the country, nobody cares. So it sucks. It's the reality of life. Kid goes back to school Monday. And, you know, I'm trying to look at the positives. Like, Well, he got it now before the wintertime comes and it gets bad. That's all I can say to kind of make it kind of make myself feel better about all this. Right. So that was my weekend. I got to see some wrestling while my family was COVID it up. I went to a wrestling show because I had nothing else to do. So yeah, that's about it.
1: Yeah. Okay. How about you, John? Anything fun?
4: I, I read the reading material that we're going over <laughs> in, in one sitting in two hours, I caught up on a lot of anime that I was behind on still haven't caught up on all the CW shows. I have I have like 40 hours of those shows just sitting on my DVR.
3: From last season?
4: Yeah, like I mean, you know, it got, it's got after everything collapsed, it's gotten hard to watch. The the writers didn't do so well and I don't know, some of the shows went wonky like Batwoman. I don't know. So otherwise, you know, um yeah, it just me. Yeah. Got the, you? I've got the the my friend who is now off the mortar coil. I've got uh, his thing in in a little bit less than a month now. We're doing a, a you know, an Irish wig? Oh well, I'll make it Irish. That's for sure. How you doing? Yeah. That? But
3: how you doing with that?
4: We, we just, you know, there there are some things in life where you will never get an answer about, and this is one of them. So, you know, let me take this time to once again say that if you're listening to this and you're feeling down and you feel like nobody's listening, that's not true. Find some help. Reach out. You will find out that you have more friends than you ever thought. You are never alone. True it lies to you, man. Tells you no one cares. And that's Well, the cats keep telling me I'm alone, but that's because they just want me to keep feeding them. The
3: cats are dicks. I mean, they, I, they, that I, that. <laughs>
4: I mean, they try to kill me every morning anyway. So, yeah. you know.
3: And right. they're foolish because if you die, they have nothing to eat but you. That's, that's what the the they want to eat. <laughs> that's the plan. Well, then, yeah, they think that's the now, but after you're dead and decomposed, and they have nothing more to eat, then they realize, oh shit, we've gone too
4: far. Yeah, but they don't care. They're still <laughs> That's dead. a good story, actually. I need to write this down. Oh no! Uh, can you on. can you kill me in it? Can you just just for the cat's sake for, for two hundred
3: and fifty bucks <laughs> in the Kickstarter? Of course. No. Um,
4: <laughs> you give me the Kickstarter link. I'll supply the money.
3: This is why we're friends, John. Because you pay me. I
4: pay you to kill me. I know. <laughs>
3: like you're one of my dearest friends. You murder them over and over again. <laughs> Dave, how's your weekend?
1: Uh, uh, well, it's it, okay. So, so Saturday went to a friend's house. You know, these are friends that I've been friends with since fifth grade for most of them, and uh So it was September 4th, which was my wife's birthday, but it was also my friend Dan's birthday because they were born on the same exact day. And, you know, like they were just having, they just wanted to have friends over. It wasn't like for his birthday, but of course everyone brought something. Everyone, and since we all grew up together, we all know each other, everyone brought alcohol and all that alcohol was consumed. (laughs) And I got home at four in the morning and I spent Sunday in bed recovering, so, yeah. You
4: want, you want me to make you mad? I have never actually experienced a hangover.
3: When you don't stop drinking, you can't get a hangover.
4: Well, this is true. I
3: mean, yeah. <laughs> I mean, but from, I will um, say- Irish being, genes. I get it. When you get alcohol in that, or when they get blood in that alcohol stream, it can be it
1: can be issues. I, I will yeah. say that that Blackberry Moonshine is pretty good. <laughs> And you were messed up. And I never had clear tequila before, but you know that was that was good as well.
3: Shit is one step up from rubbing alcohol.
1: (laughs) Yes.
4: Ever clear, man. I
1: I, I will say this: (laughs) the 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 blackberry moonshine tasted like it didn't taste like alcohol. It tasted like blackberry. So it was like you you're drinking, you don't realize it, and it's yeah.
4: That's funny. I've got apple moonshine in my fridge right now. Ah. It,
1: it comes in a jar. It, it, yes, it, it, yes, yeah. this came in a jar. Yep. I can't remember not, the name of the company. Because
4: you're
3: not supposed to have it. Isn't moonshine illegal?
4: <laughs> well, oh
1: No, I can
4: get it right now and show you. <laughs> it's like, does anybody thought, want me to stop the show? I thought, show I thought moonshine get...
3: was something you could only buy from like dudes on the street or like. No, no, I'm no. Sure. Well, there's there's I like mean, a market for it
4: now.
1: Yes, traditionally it was moonshine was something that it was made at home by people, mm-hmm. but I mean now companies cash in on that, you know.
4: And and there's flavors, sure. like blackberry and apple are my favorite, you
1: know? Yes. And I think I had caramel before, too. But
4: it is freaking strong. Like, it, it I mean, it comes in a jar because you can either pour it in a glass or pour it on your stove to clean it.
1: <laughs> so. Yeah, I guess so. Uh, <laughs> and then, and then, of course, I had to finish reading the book. What was the other thing I wanted to bring up? Oh, and I did... Book my hotel room for New York. I'm all set in that regard. I found someone to take the extra pass, so I'm I'm happy to announce that Montego Bradley from Fans on Patrol will be John O'Grady <laughs> for that weekend.
4: Much to his chagrin,
1: <laughs> but he's he actually you know it's funny I've we've, I've been on his show. He's been on our show. We've done crossovers together. He's a very upbeat, happy person. He's one of my favorite people, so I can't wait to meet him in person. So, Oh,
4: that's why you take it. Okay, I see what the problem is now.
1: <laughs> <laughs> You're polar opposite, John. You're polar opposite.
4: Uh,
3: like, but mirror. he lives... It's like Mirror John with the, the evil goatee and all.
1: <laughs> yes, except he's African American, so, you know. And I'm
3: and an evil one. I, can't make and I, work. I
1: can't make that work. <laughs> I tried. I dropped it. <laughs> But they're both bald. I mean... (laughs) Not bald. (laughs) Well, he shaves his head. (laughs) One day, John. One day you'll get there.
3: Look at this gorgeous, beautiful hair I've
1: got for another month or so. And then right after...
4: Wait, 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 wait. What do you mean for only another month or so? Well,
3: I'm going to go to... uh, I'm going to be Sting for Halloween, and then I've agreed to cut my hair.
4: Oh. You donating it or anything?
3: I'm planning on donating it. Yes. My wife is... My wife has been a good sport for long enough. My mother-in-law has is a- is asked her so, her husband is going to cut his hair.
1: So put it in a ponytail. It has to be at least 10 inches it's, to donate.
3: When it's wet, it's pretty clean and close. Yeah. It's all boing.
1: Because that's my plan too. So yeah. Boing. <laughs> and then after I forgot. And then after I booked my hotel room, my son came up to me. He's like, I don't think I want to go now.
3: You know, and that just like kids...
1: He's 19. He's not a kid, so... It doesn't,
3: but that doesn't matter. Mine's the same damn way. I do want to go
4: now. You know, it occurs to me, though, in years past, before COVID, we would book our room like early June, and we would be just squeaking in. The fact that you could still get a room now is saying something about the attendance at the New York Comic
1: Con.
3: Especially in New York. Yeah, it's yeah.
1: true. Yeah. I will also say this. The hotel we normally stay at is usually like three-something a night to no, stay too, there.
4: two-two. It was 2000 for the whole shebang, I think. I have to look at- oh, yeah, no, I, I yeah, you know, I, I, we've dropped 2500 easy. They, parking yeah, so the the, car is $65 a night.
1: So, so it's like, it's like, I think it was like 330 a night. Currently, for that weekend, that hotel is two something. And the place that I'm staying at, which is right next door, is the Holiday Express that's right next door, John.
4: Yeah, we stayed in there once too.
1: Yeah, that's like half the price, you know. So I was like, eh, why not I'll save the money? I'm, but yeah, so uh, yeah, you're right. Like You shouldn't not have been of,
4: able to... This, this late, you shouldn't have been able to find This room.
1: late, find a room that cheap. So we'll see. Yeah. And then, of course, no, his thing is he wants to... Go, he was going for the Yu-Gi-Oh! tournaments that they have, but the ban list comes out right before, and it's going to change <sighs> his deck that he uses. And he's oh, like, I'm not going to have time to put a good deck together. And then he's like... I know you're going to be spending a lot of time doing interviews and I don't want to be by myself at the convention. I'm like, oh, so
4: I had the same problem when I, I, I did one or two tournaments for magic, the gathering. And yeah, the band list is like, what do you mean? I can't use two black Lotus. That's on.
1: that is, <laughs> that is genius because the ban list, the whole band list thing, like, and I, JD, you're looking like you'd have no idea what we're talking about, but anyone who does these card collecting games and then they playing the tournaments, that's what they do is they come out with new cards and then they put older stuff on ban list, so you're forced to buy more cards. You can't just keep using the same deck forever and ever in the tournament. It's too.
4: It's if the card is too powerful or whatever. You know, but yeah. But it's really just to drive you to buy more cards. Yeah, obviously. I'm holding, holding an
3: iPhone X Max here. Is the 2018 model. Who knows how much longer this will operate in 2021? Gets yeah, the same concept. It, oh, exactly.
1: Yeah. Exactly. Built in obsolescence. Up, yeah. yep. So, yeah. But so, obsolescence—that's an episode title. So, so, so <laughs> okay, I like that one. It's a very so, old saying, but
3: but I like it. I might—that mm-hmm. sounds like a book title.
1: So, so, so I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna put this out there. I probably put a post on my Facebook page, and now find myself apparently in the possession of an extra pass. H- How did you do that? My son. Oh. So, and so he's he's 19. So he's an adult. It's not a kid's pass. So anyone who's listening, oh geez, criminy who might be interested in going, just message me at any of our social media accounts at Superhero Speak on Twitter or uh, on our Facebook page, or you can email me directly, Dave at Superhero and, uh, and we'll talk about it, you know? Especially if you're a hot cosplayer. Anyway. Uh, it, should be, it should be press. Especially really. if you're a hot cosplayer. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man.
3: <coughs> Pervert says what?
1: what yeah (laughs) so anyway and the other thing is it's wednesday i'm all caught up on what if have you watched it at all yet jd bastard
3: well i didn't have disney for a week so
1: it got it's gotten good in my opinion because it got dark that's why oh yeah it's so dark
3: now everybody has told me that i have had people because of this show reach out to me you know the normies, and have reached out to me and said, "No, you really need to watch this show." So now it's become a moral stand of mine that I won't watch the show.
1: <laughs> well, here's the funny thing, right? I want to, I want to, I want to point this out. The last three episodes, we had what if the Avengers were basically? We talked about that last week. Yellow Jacket ends up, and it's Hank Pym ends up killing all the Avengers. I haven't
4: seen last night's, so don't spoil it for me.
1: Then. The next one is Doctor Strange. Instead of his hands breaking, who's his love interest? I can't think from the movie. Do you remember, J.D.? Doctor Strange is... Love interest? And- Rachel. Rachel. Uh, Ra- Rachel? Rachel. Yeah, Rachel. Rachel. Yeah. So Rachel, in the car accident, Rachel dies instead of his hands being broken.
3: Oh, she's <laughs> in the car, because
4: in the movie, sometimes. Yeah.
1: So. Yes, exactly. That's And then and they, they pulled a Doctor Who with that, by the way. I don't know if you noticed that, John. And with the fixed point in time thing, Yeah, yep. So basically he tries to use the time stone to save her over and over but he can't save her because it's a fixed point in time so basically he goes crazy um, and destroys the universe. Uh, I sympathize with him. And and this week was the zombies. And that's not that a spoiler because everyone knows it was <clears throat> the, yeah. the zombies. You can um, you
4: when when they did the Marvel zombies like that was all over you can't here's, avoid seeing that.
3: Here's a question that I think is very important of this whole Marvel zombie thing. Does Robert Kirkman get a check for that too? That's his creation.
1: He should, right?
3: That's Marvel I would, zombies. Like he came up with that. I would think so. Does he need any more money? No,
1: no not with Walking Dead. But
3: that's, um,
4: but but this is the mouse we're talking about now, and they're already cheating a lot of people out of.
3: Ooh, don't know. don't don't bury the lead, John. We got to talk more about that later.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So. But that's the thing—is like everything goes bad because of love in the last three episodes. Well,
4: again, the the the, the moral of the story is there's a fine line between love and obsession, right? No,
1: Well, with the Doctor Strange one, that yes, like a lifetime movie. I know, but 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 with the I mean, but, but with, the, with <laughs> the one with Hank Pym in as Yellow Jacket, that's more. My daughter died, and i never got over the grieving process right yes so that's not obsession and this well, one strange <laughs> oh my god this one. Oh, and then here's the other thing i want to say i want to say this too with the what ifs i hate that they put the voice credits before the show starts oh, because it tells who's in the show. it tells you who's in the show but not only that a voice pop a name popped up i'm like oh crap that's a shock and then like you're looking for him throughout the whole and then like there was a twist and I'm like okay at the end like oh all right so <laughs> yeah i i don't know i don't want to spoil it for john bastard
4: but the I, the I saw the strange one i didn't see the marvel zombies that was on last night right, right? that's what i'm
1: talking about that's the yeah. one.
4: Oh, okay well we'll see it
1: then there's a voice there's a name that pay attention to the credits at the beginning and then you'll be as upset as i am because you'll be looking for him the whole time <laughs> so yeah but it's 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 good it's dark I believe the next one has to do with thor from my understanding is so we'll see i think it's well actually they kind of did that but it's it's, i think it's what if loki took over Hmm. asgard so didn't loki actually take over Asgard? well i know but i mean when he was and became like the dictator type ruler i think that's what it is i don't know again you don't know until you get into these shows because they're not like this the zombie one isn't what you were expecting like yes it's zombies but it's not exactly what everyone's i think expecting it's interesting because i will say this the timing of when it happens is right at the right at the beginning of infinity war so huh. right infinity war is the one with um that's the first
3: yeah infinity war was the first one
1: end yes game. yes 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 i'm trying to think because i just uh, yeah it's not end game it's it's infinity war so yeah definitely yeah, yeah we, um,
3: we watched those
4: recently with the, with the kid
1: Hmm. oh cool he's not can we,
4: happy can, can we talk about Shang-Chi killing it at the box office well, I haven't did you
1: guys see it I have yeah. not seen it
4: me neither I, I saw it again like when I went to the theater it said it was sold at, when I check when I when I go into the theater I always check to see if the people bought seats next to me and it said it was sold out but apparently they were doing asked, the
1: padding again
4: Yeah. Yeah. They, well, real padding, like uh, I think only a fifth of the seats were actually available. So, you know, there was a, there was a lot of extra room in there, which was nice because a lot of people didn't wear masks, but.
3: I've heard nothing but good things about that movie. Mm.
4: Yes. It's, it's one of those where you could probably watch multiple times.
3: I'm very excited. I was really hoping this would be a Disney thing, but it is not a Disney thing.
1: Well, there's an article I didn't bring in because. Not everyone saw the movie, but basically, Feige said this is the launch of the next Avengers saga. Is is what's going on right now—the Shang Chi and everything. So,
4: well, he's definitely part of the Avengers now. I won't say why. You have to see it.
3: Hey, okay, well, don't tell me, man. Come on, I'm gonna actually see this one.
4: Go see it then. Yeah, yeah, I, definitely.
3: I don't want to yet.
4: You know, take 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 patient zero with you. <laughs> no, he can't sit through an
3: actual movie yet.
1: Yeah. I so, don't know.
4: This one was very colorful uh, and very...
3: You like, th- watch Ghostbusters at home and he sits on his head half the time.
1: Yeah, uh, And he loves Ghostbusters.
3: And he loves Ghostbusters. But I mean, like, he just can't sit still for two hours.
1: So, uh, so far, 157 million for Shang-Chi. So.
3: In, a, in a pandemic in September. Right. Yeah. Good. It's
1: pretty good. Which is interesting, right? Because that was the whole... It's the experiment comment that was made by Disney. But I guess it paid off.
4: Wow, experimenting with really good cinema. I don't know. I, I don't know if that's going to work for them. <laughs> it's like- it's,
3: I mean, like, it's different, though, because they've never gone to. Like, it is a, it is a largely Asian-driven film, which they haven't done yet. So that's different.
1: From- oh, and it hasn't opened in China yet, from my understanding. No. So there you go. I wonder
3: how that's going to play over there. I don't know. I really don't know. Yeah, I could see them calling it an experiment film. They called Guardians an experiment film too.
1: No, they meant uh, not having a dual release, just releasing in the. Oh, I know, and I don't theater. like
3: it. I don't like mm-hmm. it because if Warner gets the idea, and I have to actually, and they're going to take Dune away from me after I've been paying for HBO Max specifically. For-
1: I don't think I, I. I said this last week. I don't think they. That they were. Oh, they had this idea to experiment. They went, man, we really fucked up with Black Widow. We might as well just. I-
3: you might be right i think because i think they know it's
4: going to cost them
1: yep so but, like
4: yeah we're going to talk about that too right we'll talk about that later, yeah yeah
1: <laughs> so
3: so let's toy, get to that so i know the movie's a thing though because we were at target today and my kid goes oh that's from shang chi hmm. so wow. it's becoming a thing
4: so that's good
1: yes yeah see you said you didn't mention that's something you did over the weekend john
4: what Oh, Shang Chi! Right, <laughs> yeah. You're right. On Sunday. <laughs> no. Oh, I saw. I saw the Marvel movie. Yeah. Yeah. I. I. I it was funny too because I was going to see it Saturday, but Regal's website was down, and so even trying to buy the tickets to I, Fandango, I couldn't do it. So I was. I, yeah. Wait I was going
1: to go Sunday, and then I didn't wake up till ten, and then didn't want to move. So <laughs> <laughs>
3: Any grain alcohol will do that. Um, <sighs> yes. Imagine what this movie would have done if this was a normal year.
4: Oh no, this would have really? broke. I mean, it would have really broke it, records. But
3: it
1: probably, yeah. e- I would say, easily would have been a three hundred million that's opening kind of weekend. What I was thinking too. Yeah.
4: Because yeah.
3: usually, especially with September, because September tip, is typically a dumping ground. Yeah. Right. Like you get all your. That's why. That's why it's doing great for September. Like again, in the for middle, Labor Day. In the, yeah, for Labor Day in the middle of a pandemic. Like mm. you know, because September is not. You Don't put good movies out
1: when most of the people are going to go see this movie. We're at Dragon Con,
3: <laughs> that too. Well, that's like because, like, you have all your summer movies are pretty much done, right? And then yeah. you wait till about late October, early November to start releasing all your art house stuff.
4: Oh, uh, yeah, and 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 horror movies. Usually-
3: horror movies get released in October too, yeah. yeah. So, this is is usually your kind of ugh, time,
1: so yeah. All right, well, for social media, madness. We only have one shout out this week, and we don't even have a tweet from him. He hasn't sent it to me yet. But Tim getting- Jones actually drew Teenage Mutant Ninja. Oh, I didn't I put, see this. I put is- it in our chat on Discord. I never go to Discord. Hang on. And so he's finishing it up. He's going to send it to me and look for that on our social media.
3: Oh, Tim, this is awesome.
1: Yeah, it is.
3: I might tattoo this to my back.
1: No, I won't. teenage mutant ninja bambi so if you're if you're wondering why is jd so excited about this and and john you should be following us on social media and if you want to know how to do that
0: here's our good friend d square to tell you how enjoying the show want to be part of social media madness check out the rest of the Geek World All-Stars Podcast Network. You can follow them at stars underscore geek. The Geek World All-Star Podcast Network includes great programs such as the Pop Prison Power Podcast, Cult 45, So Wizard, Fans on Patrol, the Gorilla Brain Podcast, and of course, Superhero Speak. Search for hashtag GWAllStars. You will not be disappointed. Now, it's back to Dave and the boys on Superhero Speak. All right. Thanks for that, Don. Don't forget that. Check out the Omega Level Nerd
1: podcast available on YouTube and where most podcasts are available. He still isn't on Spotify. Uh,
3: Don, how are you not on Spotify? Like, what are they using to upload their podcasts? Like... If you do Spreaker, it goes everywhere. You can't. I
1: know. Spreaker. That's why we use Spreaker.
3: I know. I don't understand why someone does it. It just. What are you doing, man?
1: <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, on that note, let's take our first commercial break, and we'll be right back with the news.
2: After these messages, we'll be right
1: back. We're back. All right. Fine. Let's start with the big news because the article I added last minute. Guys, you know, familiar with the Russo brothers?
4: We made a couple movies
3: yeah what about
1: them
4: what are they just some you know they starting up in the business
1: or uh... i think they made the two they made the four most popular marvel movies i think
3: four of them yeah because they made uh the two caps and the two
1: uh, and the avengers, movie. two
3: avengers movies yeah.
1: yeah yeah so so people seem to like them apparently they're not so happy with disney right now their uh possibility of making future marvel movies is up in the air something about a lawsuit i don't know I mean, like, if we talked about this, we you know the Van Halen riders
3: right? Mm-hmm. If you weren't going to take out the brown M and Ms, what what else were you not going to do? Like, if they're not, if this is now, this is what we were talking about. I said before, I'm like Scarlet's going to stand on an island until somebody big comes out and says, "I'm on, I'm on with you," because they paid Emma off real quick, right? Because she Emma, Emma Stone said the same thing about Cruella. They said, "Here is eight figures. Go shut up," and she took her eight figures, right? Like Rock. Rock's production company made Jungle Cruise. So he made his money.
1: Right, exactly.
3: So but nobody has like sided with Scarlet
1: until now. Yes, and I think there are two big guys that you want to side with you. Now it's funny because the articles kind of like and there's I've there's been a few different articles. Some are saying they're just upset because of the they're not they don't know if their movies will get released like that. If they made a movie, did they do that to them? Some are saying that you know they're not happy with what they did to Scarlet because it's a little. It was a meeting they had with Disney, and, and information leaked from the meeting, basically.
4: But you, you was it Elizabeth Olsen and Jason Bloom and a few other people have already. I think I think like once you get a few people, the dam opens up. Yep. So Elizabeth
3: Olsen was one of the first people out there to say, "Hey, this is this is some bullshit." Yep.
4: You know yeah.
3: it is. It is like they violated. They've like like I said, at least Warner was like cutting checks left and right to, to to make this happen. Disney was just like... We're Disney. Oh, Fuck y'all, <laughs> I'm a mouse. What are you going to
1: yeah. do? You know, it's funny. I was actually listening to another podcast today that will remain nameless that was talking about this. And the one...
3: Joe Rogan? No,
1: no, no. <laughs> There's a reason you
3: don't want to name him.
1: And the, the one host is a huge Disney fan, right? <clears throat> and... Like, when the, when the the lawsuit came out, he was just like, oh, you know, Scarlett's just bitching, blah, blah. Like, just like, how can anyone be taking their side? Now this one was like, ah, so the Russo brothers walked away. It's not going to hurt them. Like, you know, at, yeah. least his, at least his co-host was like, well, yeah, but then other people start f- following them, you know?
3: how do you simp for major corporations in this i don't day and age? i don't like know. that's ridiculous like yeah. they violated a contract and you're still gonna like well it's just disney i mean like come on man they freaking broke a contract like and they, they screwed up by thinking they could just buy her off and give her some hush money apparently there's not a good relationship previous between scarlet and, and disney and this is gonna go to, i mean like if she really wants to take it to court yeah. it depends, but, man. I mean, they're Disney, that's a giant gamble. I I I still predict they settle it.
4: Well, you you got the president of SAG AFTRA who weighed in on it too.
3: Oh, that's like, now there you go. Disney, that's a big one.
4: Disney should be ashamed of themselves for resorting to tired tactics of gender shaming bullying. Actors must be compensated for the work according to their contracts. Scarlett Johansson is shining a white hot spotlight on the improper shifts in compensation that companies are attempting to slip by talent as distribution models change. Nobody in any field of work should fall victim to surprise reductions in an expected compensation. It is unreasonable and unjust. Disney and other content companies are doing very well and can certainly love to their obligations to compensate the performers whose art and artistry are responsible for the corporation's profits.
3: This is bad. Okay. It's SAG after the president. Who's president? Who's current president? Of SAG? Uh,
4: that's Gabriel Curtis. It's Cartier. still Gabriel Carr. Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah. Andrea from 0 2 So, If the union is on board with this and she's pretty good about these things, I was wondering when she was going to weigh in. You could see a strike, you could see a lot of stuff. You could see act, you could see the actors, them saying, No, I don't think it'll get to that. But well, yeah, there's too much money involved, right? There is too much money involved. But I mean, like if the union puts their foot down, you're not going to have scab actors. No, that's not going to happen. I mean, this isn't like it's like when the writer's strikes all happen, like you know, you'll have scabs go across, but it's different. Right and like the SAG, nobody people bitch about GA, but nobody bitches about SAG really. Like not those ways. You know? Well, sag also could, takes care of their pool.
1: The writers aren't in public. The actors are in right. public, so they're gonna know who crossed the union and who did it. Right.
3: It's um, Disney might have gambled too much on this one. You know, they better uh, they better start doing some mea culpas and figure this out because and
1: it's and it it's me. looking like they did it
4: because she's a woman. And they thought they could just run over her. When we talked about it, she's not she's not super popular
3: right like if had they done this to like the rock or something like that this would have been a bigger story right away because it's yeah. been brewing for like a month plus now but she's so, popular with geeks yes but she's also she also buries herself we talked a lot about scarlet's words and stuff like that how she kind of she's not always the slickest with especially with the social media stuff yeah. but now that you're getting now that she is getting some support from people now that the union is saying hey we back you know, right. this is interesting. Now, now, now it's interesting. Yeah,
1: I mean, on a side, but not completely unrelated note, I think the the head of Disney is just a complete money grubbing a hole at this point.
3: Well, to be the head of Disney, one need be a money grubbing.
1: Yeah, but I mean, this is like the worst I've ever seen. Like the, the guy just took over not long ago, and I don't know if you saw this, but if you've been to a Disney park. Obviously, they have fast passes where, like, if there's a real long line, there's a short, like a scheduled thing. You get a fast pass. Bob Chappell
4: um, is the current D- CEO of Disney. By the way, I think no. you were talking about Rob Iger. Is the was the
1: yeah. past one?
3: Rob Iger was no. the guy. Bob yeah. Iger's been out for a little while now. I'm talking mm-hmm.
1: about the whoever the yeah whoever the head. Chap-
3: right? Chappell, yeah,
4: yeah, Bob Chapik.
1: Well, they just started a new thing where they now have like a tiered thing with the fast passes. And they still have free ones, but then they have like this thing where they want you to pay for them for like a guaranteed time. And they're all saying this is a pilot program to like start making charging people for fast passes altogether. And then then someone said that's just a slippery slope to just charging people for rides on top of charging them to get in the park.
3: Yeah. I think Universal Studios, when I went there a decade or so ago, makes you pay for a
4: fast pass too. So I'm a little confused on why that's an issue. I wouldn't know anything about that.
1: Just because they haven't done it for years, and they're the largest the largest a, amusement park in the world. and
3: Fair, fair. I know that. All I know is that uni- I went to Universal 08, summer of 08, and we paid for a Fast Pass.
1: Well, there also used to be, like, I don't remember. I, I know somebody that goes there all the time, and they were saying something like, oh, they, they've, they've changed a lot of things. Like, uh, you could get discounts if you stayed in the park, and they've kind of gotten rid of some of them, and... You used to be able to get into the park early. They got rid of that. Yeah. So it's just like a lot of cost cutting stuff that they're doing that, you know, they're never going to bring those things back.
3: That's the thing with the, pandem- with the pandemic. I want to call it pandemic spending because it sounds better, but it's actually pandemic saving is you make a bunch of like cuts to justify. You make a bunch of cuts to justify your, you know, the money that you've lost. And often, like you said, they, when they make those changes, they rarely come back. Come here. Come here. They know they already saw you. Come on on. Don, patient don- zero. Patient zero himself. Don likes him on the show. So, you want to say hi? Hi. We're talking about Disney World. We were going to go to Disney World, right? This year, but now we can't? Yeah, we can. The virus. The virus, yeah. What about, uh, who did you look forward to seeing at Disney World? We need to poo. We're going to go see Pooh Bear, right?
1: We need to poo. Cool.
3: Are you going to get ready for bed? Yeah. Okay, give me a hug and kiss. tonight?
0: I? No, I don't want to.
3: No, no. Oh, come on. Dad's on. Dad's working. Come on. Come on. One. Well, hide hiding another hiding in my room, okay? <laughs> Bye, buddy. Sorry about that. He's
4: such a cute little typhoid Mary. <laughs> <laughs> <You
3: know? laughs> that's what that's, that's what they did to the Native Americans. They gave him some good-looking blankets. Boom,
1: smallpox. So anyway,
4: so yeah, I I mean, we'll we'll probably see something. And and by the way, that quote from, from sag after that was that was August 6th or August 8th I think
1: oh, yeah that's
3: a little bit longer it, it did not make as big of a
4: a splash yeah no I'm very surprised it didn't but but that means that it's had that much time to make well, the rounds and and put leverage that's, against him
1: that's a when, good point. when you control a large amount of the media companies and that's control awesome. the news you know things don't get reported on,
3: and that's man. Now we're getting the problem with these mega with these mega conglomerations and these, yeah. like huge corporations that have their their talons and way too much stuff. It's just uh, it's not a good recipe. But you know what? It seems like the tide is starting to shift in her favor, and they did. They broke her contract, so fuck them.
1: Yeah, no, exactly. They hopefully they do right by her, and then I can enjoy Disney movies again. But until then, I watch and protest all right Uh, speaking of things that i might watch in protest you're the dc guys so i need you to help me out with this one Mm -hmm. hbo max orders pilot episode of dead boy detectives i have no idea who that is apparently it's an offshoot of doom patrol but okay so you guys don't know so
4: i'm
3: really um doom patrol is not is not something i because i like morrison a lot but i just never I never read his Doom Patrol stuff. I mean, just Doom Patrol is one of those weird
1: things. So apparently they're gonna be on a, on an upcoming episode of Doom Patrol this season, and then but they've already seen it, you know, the heads at HBO and they're like, Oh, we want to do a spin-off with them. So Cool. Yeah.
4: Dead boy wow. detectives are Charles Rowland and Edwin Payne, two murdered boys who investigate mysteries together.
1: Oh, it's a great concept to be honest with you. So they're the dead Hardy Boys.
4: Yeah, really? basically. Who created it? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's not telling me. To, are you in Wiki? I uh, no, I didn't go to Wiki. Created by uh, Neil Neil Gaiman. Oh, and Matt Wagner. Oh, well, we did. Actually, that now sounds really good. <laughs> if it's Neil Gaiman and Gaiman, Matt Wagner,
3: Matt Gaiman and Gaiman. Matt Wagner, Matt Wagner of Grendel thing.
4: Yeah. Yes. I mean, that's actually probably the writing's good. Then. Yeah, I'm. I'm always willing to try my, that. My, 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 my.
1: <laughs> yes, Neil Gaiman, not Neil Diamond. That would be a whole different... uh
4: I never said Diamond, uh, but, but yes, I know you're right. they
3: coming to America. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah, 90, 91. Sandman huh. 25 is where they were created. I've never read this.
4: Neither have I. I feel cheated. Okay.
1: Uh-oh. so this is
3: probably. Oh, well, wow, there's a wow, there's a there's a there's a miniseries from 2001 written by Ed Brubaker. Huh. I've never, I I know I bad nerd. Why do I not know
4: about this? Yeah, you know, this just goes. To I
1: show didn't know you about
4: it either. It, this just goes how no matter how many nerds you've got in a room, and no matter the depth of their knowledge, you will always find something that they haven't heard or seen of.
1: before. Yeah, I I, I but I can say I'm a Marvel guy, not a DC guy. John's our DC guy, so
4: I I know, but like I that one slipped under my radar, man. Like so, I, I, mean, I, 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 I collected all the Vertigo stuff, and I didn't. I don't remember that one.
3: I mean, there's a lot of stuff going on in Sandman, so I mean, like, yeah, it's easy to see stuff that can slip through the cracks. Yeah.
1: True, true. All right. Well, well, I guess we'll keep an eye out for it. We'll see if it's any good. I have. I haven't watched it yet. I'm going to start watching it. I have heard nothing but good things about Doom Patrol.
4: Yeah, it, it
3: is get, freaky. It is getting a lot of good pub. It's also part of the the Brendan Fraser Renaissance. I couldn't say the Fraser Sons because it 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 seems like that goes that means something else. But yeah,
1: yeah, because Fraser is coming back.
3: Yes, Fraser is coming back.
1: (laughs) The Fraser Sons. All right, JD, you you said Gremlins is one of your favorite movies all time. You know, and of of course we all love Aquaman, right? Yeah, sure. I'm going to have to add cricket sounds there. Well, it was... they're both getting animated series over on HBO Max.
3: The Gremlin's Secret uh, to the Mogwai, has, which by the way, great title. Secret to the Mogwai and Secret of the Magi. Great. Um, uh, they, this was announced a while ago.
1: Yes, but it's also... The, the part of it is that they're going to be dual on Cartoon Network and HBO Max. It's the first time that they're doing that.
3: Oh, fair. Okay, cool. Great yes. idea, by the way.
1: Oh, and also, they are still doing a Harry Potter quiz show, but I mean why i don't know exactly like they there's warner's gonna squeeze that for every penny they can (laughs) they're now they're now at the point where it's like oh let's do a quiz show you're gonna get what one season out of it and then
3: i mean like there's an no you're right you'll probably get one season maybe two maybe two yeah it's a terrible idea
1: very terrible idea though if you look at the images for the aquaman show it's very reminiscent of teen titans go sold I was going to say, I'm kind of on board with that.
3: Yeah, if, it's a, if it's the people from Teen Titans Go, I will watch that. Because I picked up on Teen Titans Go with my little guy. He hasn't watched it as much as of late. Mm-hmm. But we went through a streak where we were watching a lot of Teen Titans Go.
1: And it's a brilliant show.
4: Yeah. Brilliant. Yeah, I could never get into that.
3: It, it's,
1: it, it's, it's definitely they're they're at that we've got to get in some younger viewers and sell some toys stage again. So,
3: Warner needs money. So, you need to put some animated stuff that you can merchandise.
1: Yep. Merchandising, merchandising, merchandising. It's mm-hmm. all about the merchandise.
3: but the real money from the movie is made. Yep. Speaking of which, what are we getting? Spaceballs 3. That was supposed to be a thing. Three. Search for, mm-hmm. Yeah, Spaceballs 3. The search for two.
4: Oh, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It
3: was supposed to be
1: a thing. It was a thing. And I think they had, at the time, they had most of the cast coming back. Yeah. and this. Well, that's alive. Fair. Yeah.
3: I don't yeah, I don't think ever, I don't think I got anywhere. That's too bad. I would like to have maybe I wouldn't like this. Maybe we're better off without a bad
1: actually sometimes sometimes a, a follow I, up is not a good idea. Yeah, you you're know? right. You're right. Am I am I wrong in remembering the timing that when they first announced it Phyllis Diller was still alive?
3: Phyllis Diller was Joan Rivers I'm, I'm sorry, Joan Rivers.
1: Joan Rivers was still alive and then she passed shortly after the announcement was made. It's possible. So maybe that derailed it?
3: Could be. I mean, I know Mel Brooks is still alive, thank God.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
3: Keep, keep that man in a in a
1: bubble. John Candy. And 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 we know... Um, John Candy's been gone. But we do know that Harold Ramis is, you know, kind of coming out of retirement. I beg your pardon? Not Harold Ramis. Ah, shoot. Why can't I think of his name? I'll say I, if,
3: if you know something I don't know... About honey, that shrunk Ramis, the kids. Rick Moranis. Rick, Rick Moranis. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. I was saying, Harold Ramis has been gone for a couple of years, man. Him coming out of retirement would be a big story.
1: <laughs> so, yes. In fact, he did something with uh, the Goldbergs. As Dark Helmet, did he? Yeah, I've never seen that show. Is it any funny? It is, but I think it might be more appealing. Like I actually live around Jenkintown, where the show takes place, so I find it more amusing. But I also find it weird how unrealistic some of the things are. Like oh, it's a sitcom. I mean, like most sitcoms, because they're in Jenkintown and they like they walk to places. It's like you can't walk there in that quick oh, of a time. That and stuff
3: I, bothers you.
4: <laughs> Like it's a sitcom. Those have no rules. Rick Moranis is 68 years old. Like
1: yes. Rick
3: Moranis is, yeah, I guess the math checks out on that.
1: Yeah. <laughs> He's been around he, since the 70s on yeah. CTV. So, yeah, that works. One day, one day we'll get it. But but speaking of Aquaman, <laughs> the Jason Momoa revealed the new costume for uh, Aquaman 2. And uh, Whoopsies. he has a black stealth suit. <laughs> Selling more toys.
4: <laughs> well, considering the color palette they use for those movies, we shouldn't be able to see him. Actually,
3: okay, so. okay, here we go. JD's going to defend this. Oh, <gasps> JD's going to defend this. First of all, in the green, in the in the traditional orange and green, the cod piece on that thing is ginormous. I know what they're trying to tell us, but I'm just it's hard not to look at. Second, <laughs> this is actually a blue and black suit that has history with Aquaman. I'm going to pull something up right now.
1: Well, it's hard to tell the blue. It just looks all black.
3: It does, but I mean like it's highlighted. Oh, yeah. God, make me look at this. You actually gonna make me look
1: Yeah, this. but that's also that's a that's a and a byproduct of comics yes. to highlight all sometimes supposed to be all black, they use blue. Paint,
4: maybe t- maybe, the, maybe it changes color when it gets wet. Thanks,
1: I'm <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it changes color when it gets wet. I'm ignoring you. <laughs> i love that <sighs> so wait he turns stealth when he goes out on land and then it's orange and green when he's in the water is that that how it works
4: okay well you know you, you got to avoid the honey somehow so i just right? put something in the, i just put something in the chat tra- in the
3: chat that suit is inspired by the 1984 aquaman miniseries when aquaman did wear a more skin tight form-fitting blue and huh. black suit if you guys check out this thing I just sent you, which I wanted, I found the perfect one because it gets a side by side comparison. You can see this is actually inspired by actual comic book stuff. So I'll allow it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, so it's not a, you know, like when they did the X Men and everyone wore black suits.
3: <laughs> yeah, everyone was wearing pleather. Remember when yes. pleather was a thing in the early 2000s? Like people Gosh. actually did dress like that. Oh um, my God. That, that was a thing. Yeah, I mean, like, I'm waiting I'm waiting for Jason Moe to lose that hand and have a hook. That's what I'm really looking for. Do you think they're going to do that? No, I well, don't. But I, that's my favorite variation. Because Jason Moe is essentially hook-hand hook Aquaman for all <laughs> intents and purposes, except he doesn't have the hook-hand. So
4: but I, that I was would, one of the best stories about yeah, Aquaman. Yeah, Peter David.
3: Yeah. yeah, 100%. That's the best. I will say that's the best run on Aquaman ever, is the Peter David Aquaman.
4: Yeah, they even did that in the in uh, Justice, Justice League. Yeah, and man, like... Didn't he, he make seen, a hand out of
3: water too at one they point? They did have they yeah. did have a magic water hand, not as cool as the hook hand, the harpoon <laughs> hand, whatever you want to call it. But, but, but you, he did you, in fact have a magic water
4: hand up until that story. You hadn't seen that kind of violence in, in, in well, the animated not. any of those Bruce Tim animated series, and then then you got that like, okay, okay, this is where we're going. He All cuts,
3: right. He, that's actually better. In the comic, he gets his hands, gets eaten by piranhas. In the cartoon, he cuts his own hand off to, to save his, his
4: kid. kid. Yeah. He
3: dies anyway. So, I mean, like, that's a that's one of the best, like, God, Justice League was such a good show. They had to cancel it because it was skewing too old. Because as you can hear, grown men are raving about how great the show was and not six-year-olds.
4: Yeah. And, and if they had stuck with it, do you know how much merchandising my little pony made off of all old, the older demographics? I mean, they, the reason why they went Fair. nine series nine seasons was because Fair. of the money power they're, they're, of, of men ages that, 34 that, to 50. <laughs>
1: that is an interesting concept though. Right. Because like, like, I mean, look behind me, like, Adults do buy toys. Like, mm-hmm. let's be honest, and we have
3: the money too, right? Yeah, in the, in the early and mid 2000s, though, I don't know if people if that was as much of a market as it is now. Like, granted, it was McFarland was doing his thing, but I mean, I, I think I think Cartoon Network and Warner were more interested in marketing toward little kids. But I'll tell you what, yeah. I take I take well, I, said I was just at Target with Andy today, and I'm looking at these toys, and I'm like, he likes them, but I'm like, these things are clearly like they're so detailed and they look so good that they're not just for, I mean, they're not, I mean, I don't want them, but I mean, like, I can see why a collector would want them. I was. Let me put it to you this
4: way. I watch anime on Crunchyroll. Uh, Crunchyroll has partnerships with a bunch of toy manufacturers. They make figurines of some of the most popular anime characters. These figurines are fully Mm posable, made of metal and high-grade plastic, and like, you know, like, they have heft to them. They're incredibly detailed. Yeah, 200 bucks a pop. They sell out of those immediately mm-hmm. almost every time they come out with a new run.
3: But I don't think, oh, in yeah. 2005, 2006, that wasn't as valuable. Yeah, I,
4: you're, you're right. Like, there's the more there. geek. Yeah, well, geek mm-hmm. is more accepted now, right? And so,
3: then even though it was 15 years ago. Like, believe me, everyone raved about, like, oh, I'll bring back Young Justice, which by the way was a good idea, a great show. I wanted them to bring back Justice League Unlimited.
4: Yeah. That oh. show is
3: fantastic. I will still maintain that's the best. Cartoon, see, like, superhero cartoon series ever made.
4: Yeah. But, but Batman, the animated series, the animated Superman, series, the animated series, Static good. Shock, that, that whole run.
3: The whole run is great, but I think it truly culminates with Justice League because they balance yeah. out so many characters, especially when it gets to the unlimited stuff, because yeah. you get like different characters. Like, that version of the question is still my favorite.
4: They made you feel so sad for Solomon Grundy. Yeah, that's a great episode. They had to put, and they put him out of, and it was Hawkgirl, they had to put him out of his mm-hmm. misery. Oh my God.
3: Yeah, it's, man, that's that's a show that's worth a rewatch for sure. Like, it's really good. I yeah.
1: mean, what is it, one of the greatest episodes, I mean, not 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 Justice League, Batman, the animated series, one of the greatest episodes of any cartoon ever is the Mr. Freeze episode. The Heart of
3: Ice, yeah, it's a classic.
1: Yeah. Again,
4: absolute, because they, classic. they humanized and, you know, really fleshed out a villain, normally just a, a, a cliche villain, you know. Everybody right.
3: raves about that for good reason. The Mister Freeze one. I love the two part Clayface
4: one. Yeah, feet right? of
3: clay and the feet right. of clay, and I think it's part mm-hmm. one and part two. Like you never get, I don't think Clayface has ever been realized quite as much or lived up to the potential the character had nearly as much in any comic or any other adaptation is in that two part animated series. Like yeah. the pathos, the character study, like just like i got so many and, i get so many ideas thinking about what the character could be and like it just doesn't ever quite
1: live up to it yep and who was the voice of clayface in that episode
4: oh i had forgotten why
3: ron perlman
1: no we talked about this we talked about this guy a couple weeks ago because he just passed or and Ezra
3: was daggett he was not oh he was the guy who turns him into
1: he's crazy. the guy who turns him into clayface but you're right I you're
3: right know, now i gotta know who played clayface give me one second
1: it is somebody you know. I can't think of it who is. it is
3: because they, they always cast the good people on that show.
1: <laughs> That's Especially right. in that he, First season. You're right. He was Daggett.
4: Yeah. Uh, right. I don't know. Shit. So so yeah.
1: Uh, anyway, we, well, we got off track. So I was going to. Ta- I was going to say one other thing too. Speaking of toys, while well, he's looking that up, it's funny because I collect the the Diamond Select Marvel figures, right? Which they're based on the comic art they're not based on the movie they don't look like any of the actors like they actually take the drawings from the comics and and base the the stuff on that and then there's the marvel legends are so popular and they do the build a figure right Mm -hmm. where like they come out with a series of five or six and there's a piece of a big figure in each one and you gotta it makes it a chase you gotta collect them all if you want that that big figure so i was because you you had mentioned you were in target jd i was in target the other day and DC's got aligned like that too, and it was uh like the Nightmare Batman was the series, and the build a figure was Bane, and they had all of them but one. And if they didn't, if they had had it, I probably would have walked out with all the figures. <laughs> but since they didn't have it, I was like, all right, I'm not starting another collection. <laughs> I was, I was right. It was Ron Perlman. Perl- oh, okay, it was Perlman. All right. See, I knew. Okay. I got him confused, but I knew it was someone famous. All right. But
3: they did have Ron, Ron Perlman and Ed and, and Ezra Ed in the same episode of Batman, the Animated Series.
1: Yes. All right. Speaking of uh, animation and things that come from animation, did you guys see? It's funny how this is. I'm pretty sure they did this as a joke, but it's spawned so many people saying, oh, they're going to get a live action Rick and Morty now.
4: Oh, yeah. Like- I saw that. This is another thing you could not avoid anywhere. Like you you could you could be like the the most anti-geek and you would have heard about it because it was, I, it was I, covered I, I, on like major television networks.
1: Right. They did it obviously they did it as like a like a promo for the finale that was last Sunday. Um I haven't it, seen
4: any of this season yet. I'm really, you know. Oh
1: my god. The one oh my god, there's one episode I love they they're hanging out with demons from hell because the demons like jerry because his blandness (laughs) it's it's just it's it's so weird and funny but of course everyone knows who who watches the show knows by now rick and Morty are based on uh rick or doc brown and marty from back to the future they did like a parody sketch cartoon years ago the creators of the show and then it it grew from there so they got doc brown himself christopher lloyd to play live action rick they couldn't obviously get michael j fox to play morty but yeah they they step out of the porter and it's just a real quick clip obviously it was done on a green screen you know but it was like oh my god that's that that was brilliant i loved it i now it I, makes me want a live action rick and morty
3: i like hmm. how they brought in the kid from it because i think he's a great little
4: actor
1: yeah yeah i mean I uh, yeah i can obviously didn't, they couldn't didn't bring sound in.
4: much like morty i think like like, didn't have the, the constant, like, just, oh, jeez, just, just, just between, yeah, but he didn't have the constant, just between puberty voice, you know, the, the constant break. <sighs> do but, you,
1: do you want for for a quick, what was it, 30 second clip? If even if that, I know,
4: seconds? I'm pick I'm nitpicking, it was still so awesome. I mean, come on,
1: <laughs> yeah, so, Christopher
3: Lloyd's out there still doing stuff, man. That makes me happy, yeah. We watched Roger Rabbit a few months ago and he struck absolute fear into Andy's heart for his rendition of Judge Doom. Wow. Really? Oh, well, well, yeah, that when was a scary dips, character. When he dips the toon shoe in the dip, oh, Andy, Andy was just lost it. He's like, "Dad, I never want to watch this movie again. It's too scary."
1: <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then you showed him it? Oh.
3: No. no. he found it at the he found it at the um target we were walking around and uh we were looking for little godzilla stuff and they had what well, they had an it toy there and he just looked at that clown and knew it was evil he's like dad that clown is bad and then i said no it's not really a clown but it's actually a giant or shit <laughs>
4: that that makes it so much better oh my god now i now it's a thing
3: now it's a thing. he's never seen it he's never going to see it and i was just like crap now i realize i forgot that he He had a spider bite. He got a spider once in his diaper when he was little and it bit him and we had to take him to the doctor for a spider bite. And so now he's deathly afraid of spiders. I thought he was becoming deathly afraid of clowns and made it
1: much, much worse. Uh, So now he's afraid of clowns and spiders because he thinks clowns. clowns...
3: All clowns can now are apparently spiders.
1: Yes. Take him to the circus. See how he acts.
3: Oh, he likes Bozo the clown, this fame, this famous old clown from Chicago. Because I told you yeah. how great he was, and he's accepting of Krusty.
1: Oh, okay. Accepting of Krusty. Well,
3: well, so, uh, that's the best you can hope for. If yeah, you accept Krusty. You know what I actually like? Did you? Okay. All right.
1: All right. I have to. I have to bring this up. You brought up Bozo. Seinfeld. You watch Seinfeld when it was on? Do you remember the episode that John Favreau was on? No. John Favreau played a clown. Did it was a he? yes. There was a, par, a family. The 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 woman that George is dating. It's the episode with the fire in the kitchen. The fire, and you're, yeah, the fire episode. He's asking the the clown if he had ever heard of Bozo, and he's like, "Bozo, yeah. you're hung up on some clown from the seventies, man." Yeah, that's, that's John. John
3: Favre-, Favre? I had no idea.
1: I'm looking at <laughs> <It's> pictures now. <laughs> I
3: know the scene. I know the scene. It's one of his first roles. Yeah, man. So when we were when, when I was in high school, we were driving through a tornado. And I made my dad pull over and run into a, for shelter. We ran into this hotel and my dad tells a story about how I ran out of the car, ran into the, the uh-huh. and he's like, you were like George Costanza running out of the flaming <laughs> building. You left your brother and I back here to die. And he thought it was hilarious. So yeah, that's a, um, that's a thing in our family. I had no idea that was John Favreau. That is a cool bit of trivia.
1: Yes. So there you go. Yes. <laughs> Don't be hung up on a cloud from the seventies, man.
3: Actually Bozo was big here in the eighties.
1: Oh, okay. Well
3: in Chicago, because we had our own boat.
1: Oh.
4: What
3: was it's the special in Chicago? What's that?
4: What was the mayor's name?
3: Date <laughs> Richard J. Daly.
4: No, we had a big thing.
3: Well, because chicago W this it was a super station, WGN. Oh. So it got to be watched from kids across the country. So you play right. the grand prize game and kids from Alabama would like write in for
1: it, you know? Yep. So Yeah. So so Bozo the Clown's gonna be in a live action Wait, no. No. That'd be cool. <laughs> <sighs> All right. And our last little bit of news for the week. We talked about, they put out like a teaser for this a while ago, and it didn't really show you anything. It was just kind of like a quick little animation thing. Now they've put out the first official trial, tra- trailer for Why the Last Man coming to, is it Hulu? I don't remember where, or, or is it Netflix? I don't remember which one Netflix, is one. Or no, Netflix. Hulu. 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 Yeah.
4: Netflix Hulu, right.
1: They're all the same anymore. Did you guys watch the trailer and did it make you any more inclined to go watch it?
3: I want to say yes, but not really.
4: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, me neither.
3: I I never read the series. I like Brian K. Vaughn a lot. I feel like I should want I feel like I should want to read it. It's almost like, yeah, "Yeah, I gotta read that. It's great. It's supposed to be great. I gotta read it.
1: Yeah. A lot of people love it. it And like
3: I didn't see a monkey, so I'm kind of like a little like don't like. This is this really why the last man? Is, there's no monkey. Like,
1: I'm sure there's a monkey. They just didn't CG it in yet. There's or something. Or this was put out. This trailer was put out August
4: thirtieth. There's only ninety nine likes, three dislikes, and only
1: six thousand nine hundred people have seen it. That's
3: like the videos we put out for the. That's like the videos we would put out.
1: Like, <laughs> wait, oh, oh, wait. But did I share the one that's the official Hulu?
4: Yeah, this is FX Networks.
1: Oh, FX Networks. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Channel. Okay. Well, yeah. I don't know. It's not a lot of buzz. I I almost wonder if they waited. I mean,
3: like this was a this was a critically acclaimed series, but it wasn't like a uh, super popular series. Like it was kind of. It's but...
1: it's one of those things, right? Where it's just like it's not I th- We've talked about this, hmm. right? Like they're all dying. All these networks and channels are dying for car- comic book content at this point. Yeah, so, I mean, I, I get it. And again, like you said, it's critically acclaimed. A lot of people who've read it love the series. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but you're like, there hasn't been a lot of buzz, nor have I seen, like, even just a lot of, like, talk about it online. And I'm just... I feel like 10 years
3: ago, this might have
1: been a little more popular, but I don't know if... I don't know, like...
3: Especially in the middle of a pandemic, is this yes. really show that we want to release? Like that's that was my next yeah. question.
1: I mean, obviously they were working on it before the pandemic. Yeah. So,
3: like even the stand, the stand came out and people were like, eh. you know, it wasn't very good, and like it just because I think that the whole thing is unfilmable. But like it just doesn't seem like that kind of stuff. I know in like books, like pandemic books are huge right now, but like as far as TV goes, it just doesn't seem like that stuff is super resonant. Maybe I'm wrong and this is going to do huge numbers, but I mean like.
4: Eh? It's going to need a huge boost to make up for the lack of, you know, people watching even just the trailer. I mean,
3: yeah, no one seems to care.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
3: Here's the real
4: question How is no one
3: developing scalped? That was one of the best things the later half of Vertigo did the, the original Jason Aaron series. It's his crime drama. Oh God. Oh boy. Don't, You've just done it. It's this <laughs> series that uh, takes place on an Indian reservation and they're building a casino. And this guy, the the one guy's an FBI undercover FBI agent, and it's super dark and super noir and there's a little bit of Indian mysticism or Native American mysticism in there. That sounds it's, good. It's really good. It's like my well, favorite series. It's like 70 issues, and it's one creative team. It's it's Jason Aaron and I think it's Pia Guevara. It's so good. I'm like, was no one developing this?
1: It's vertigo. So it's DC. Yes. Yeah. Well, they're afraid to develop anything so that isn't Batman, Superman, or Wonder Woman.
3: That's why. but That's why
1: the Last Man. That's Vertigo too. Then how is it FX? Same with Sandman. How,
3: how is Sandman not- on Netflix?
1: Yeah, but then it. I mean, like when you're with Game, and owns the rights to his stuff. When you're with Vertigo, there is some creator control. So maybe they own it, and maybe it's the same issue with like. I mean, let's be honest. It's the same. Maybe the same issue with Spawn, like. Maybe it can't get off the ground because the creator wants too much control over a movie for it.
3: Maybe that's possible. I don't think Jason Aaron only has the same kind of sway as McFarlane. but I mean, because you figure this would be something that would be relatively cheap for a studio to do, very like easy, and it's really good content. Like I just that boggles the mind on why that one hasn't taken off to me yet.
1: Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I think it's crazy that we can't get a good Spawn movie because someone doesn't want to let go.
4: <laughs> um,
3: controversial take:
4: Is Spawn that good? Like Some makes, the the storyline is not, I've never that's what considered I'm it interesting, like it's,
3: you know? It's, I think there's a lot of good ideas in Spawn, but I mean, like, it's not like it's really known for its, like, writing or its, like, story. And, like, the original Spawn movie, like, it's fine. All
1: right. All right. Let's be honest. McFarlane is not a writer.
3: No, that's why he had writers come on. That wound up being... <laughs> right.
1: I'm going to say, so the concept is good, and there are runs with other writers on it that are good but yeah like so and it's but it's and it's also uber popular it's still popular today you know
3: I mean it's got like it's it's damn near 30 years old at this point yeah it's got some notoriety and it's I mean like you know I take it back the 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 the, the HBO cartoons animated series from the 90s was really good so yes it's
1: I love the animated series
3: that might I might be wrong on that the movie I just I was think back of the movie which is okay
1: <sighs> yeah. CG real, you know, the CG Cape.
3: The CG Well, I mean, like it's stuff. its era, so I try not to judge movies based on the special effects of their era. But I mean, like, it's okay. You know, and this it's got John Leguizamo, Michael J. White, Martin Sheen. I mean, it had a good cast. It's yeah. just kind of there. Just,
4: they made it campy.
3: It's very campy.
4: Yeah. It's
1: I think that's campy. part of yeah, I think that's like too much violator as the clown and, and the camp there and yeah when you know the violators you're supposed to be scared because he's a demon
3: i also have this thing too uh, the violator i think is kind of a sucky villain because we already have a maniacal demon clown character in comics it's a joker he's demonic as like a human but i mean like, right and yeah like i think the i think the demonic clown is a especially at this point is such an overplayed trope
4: yeah you know, I mean, just normal clowns are scary these days. So. They
1: are. I mean, like, that's true. <laughs> Especially <laughs> when they turn into spiders. Too, spider, you know? clown, spider, spider clown, spider clown. <laughs> <laughs> Run up oh episode
3: God. title. Yeah, but big, back, back <laughs> to The Last Man. I mean, I don't know. I guess we're not talking about Slack because I guess we're not excited about it.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, okay, well, so what is, what, okay, John, what's a property that you enjoy that you'd like to see turned into a show or a movie or something that they've, they've never touched?
4: Oh well, I mean, I want to I want to see a Static Shock movie, but yeah. it, has, it have to be done right. And the current climate at you know at Warner is no, it's not going to be done right. So I don't you know like I, the only other one I can think of, and you're going to laugh, is Squirrel Girl. I I I want to see a live action Squirrel Girl. I we've think- got we've got Howard the Duck in the MCU. Why can't we have freaking Squirrel Girl for crying out loud?
3: Dude, the girl, you know, would be a great Squirrel Girl. The, the the spokesperson for... I think she's
1: AT&T. Yes. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God, yes.
3: Like, she'd be a really good... She's actually a pretty good actress. Like, I think she would be a really
1: good... That, a lot of people have said that. Like, because...
3: This I, must be a zeitgeist thing that I call... I must have seen it somewhere. Yeah. Online. Mm-hmm. But I think it's a great idea.
1: She'd be perfect.
3: Yeah, because she's super cute. And, like, that's, like, the, the Squirrel Girl character is, like, a cute character. Like, uh-huh. I think she could... I think that could... I think that could work. I'm surprised Marvel hasn't tried with all the other everything else they have in development. I'm surprised the, Squirrel Girl isn't one of them.
4: Exactly, and it's a popular character too. Shockingly, yeah. Well, you know,
3: I mean, it is. It's like it's Squirrel Girl, but she's got a following, so yeah.
1: Yes, and she always defeats her enemies off-panel. So I would love to see them do that in the movie. Like you,
4: you you've, you've been with me, Dave. You've met a real-life Squirrel Girl, a riddle, the riddle, the 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 cosplayer. She Uh, she's done Squirrel Girl and she and in real life she rehabilitates squirrels. Seriously.
1: Yeah. But I'm saying I would love them to do that in a movie where like some big bad shows up and like the camera pants away and then they go back and he's the person's defeated. She's standing over them. Like oh yeah, no, that would be like, yeah. That would yeah, that would be perfect. It
3: probably wouldn't work as a movie, but I bet as a as one of those like Disney Plus specials, I bet it could work well.
4: Oh, yeah. 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 And kids would love it too. Like, you'd catch right. all sorts of demographics for that.
3: I bet you're right. I'm going to be not going to lie. I'm half shocked. Like, we talked about the werewolf by night thing they're doing. They're developing werewolf by night, not Squirrel Girl. That's like shocking to me when I think about it.
1: <laughs> yeah. Very much so.
4: Hell, she's even been been in the animated series, the, the yeah. Spider Man. Yep.
1: Yes, she has. All right. Disney, get on that. Squirrel Girl. We're still probably not watching
4: Why the Last Man.
1: Yeah, I'd like to see them take a stab at the Fantastic Four. It's it's about time they do that. As Well, a,
4: it's on their radar.
1: As a property. Because <laughs> it's never been done before.
3: Speaking of the Fantastic Four, this is a little out of what we cover, but you guys hear the guy, Miles Teller, who played Reed Richards in the Fan Four stick, was, uh I forget who he's playing. They're making a movie about the making of The Godfather, mm-hmm. right? And he refused to, I forget who he's playing. I think he's playing uh John Cavazel. Okay. The guy who played Fredo. Oh, okay. I think think that's who. And he 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 refused to get vaccinated and showed up, and they had to shut down the movie because he started an outbreak. Christ!
1: You know, they talk about privilege. That sounds like something. That sounds like something Fredo would do.
3: And also, like (laughs) something that that evil Reed Richards from the Ultimate Universe.
1: Yeah, that's true too.
3: In retrospect, pretty good casting.
1: A perfect casting. Yes.
3: a selfish dickhead move. That's a yeah, exactly. It's very evil read. It works.
1: Well, on that note, we'll take our final commercial break, and we'll be right back with our main topic. After these messages, we'll be right back. All right, all right, all right. We, this, we promised this, and now we're actually going to deliver the follow-up to The Long Halloween Jeff Loeb and Tim Sale, dark victory. So let's go around the room, start off initial. I mean, I know you were already read it, JD. I had, I didn't even know it existed, to be honest with you, until you brought it up uh, the first time we did, talked about Long Halloween.
3: Gentlemen, before we start, I just got a text from my wife. She's putting Andy to bed. On. This is, I'm not bringing this up because this is related to what we just talked about. Okay. Paraphrase. The kid says, I can't sleep. I can't sleep because I'm worried about it. I can't stop thinking about the giant spider. Why did Dana tell me about the giant spider to these little boys? <laughs> Literally, is the text I just got.
1: You put it out there in the universe. And I did.
3: I did. I did.
1: I deserve this. Why? Why weren't you talking about that million dollars? You. 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 Went.
3: Powers don't work like that. They only work to screw me over. Wow. So. Uh, yeah. uh... I'm sorry, Dave. You were trying to have a real conversation
1: about, about yes, yeah, so, so Dark Victory. Yes. <laughs> so John, I'll start with you since we know JD had read it already before mm-hmm. this. What was your initial don't don't be spoilery yet. What was your initial impression of it?
4: It wasn't as like I mean, it didn't feel as well written as the first as as Long Halloween. Like, I don't know, there's it Long Halloween seemed to be a lot more stylized and god, I the, the word escapes me, but this this one this one wasn't like as quite interesting as as the first as the first the, the looking first four
3: is good it's, yeah well <laughs> it i mean quite as good
4: i know but it's yeah i don't, I don't know there's there's, I, there's a word stuck in my head and, and you know we do the these recordings late at night and i'm always fighting my aphasia at this point so yeah it it wasn't as it, it didn't grab you as hard you know but like the the there the, it was so style I, I the word stylized comes to mind it's just you know when you're reading the first one the long Halloween you feel you feel like you're in a real noir type you know right book and this one kind of lost a little bit of the magic of the first and and there were a couple of things about it that didn't make sense i mean it was still good it's better than a lot of crap that they've been putting out you know
1: lately but um, uh,
4: yeah. I mean, it's still I, worth a read. It's it's just, you know, it's hard to beat the long Halloween, which, you know, is kind of a touchstone almost, I guess. Yeah. Right?
1: yeah. So I get you're concurring, JD. And yeah. Uh...
3: No, I, I compare it like we mentioned the Godfather just before the break, right? Mm-hmm. This is very much like Godfather, which is yeah. to me, that's like, it's not as bad as you think it is right like there's godfather 3 is a fine movie the problem with godfather 3 is that it has to live to godfather 1 and godfather 2 and you get the same players back after 15 years and you just it doesn't quite hit the same
4: and sofia coplo just wasn't quite a good director yet she's not
3: directing it's francis Ford. she's not a good actress
4: period. oh well you know she yeah yeah that's right
3: but like andy garcia is pretty good in it like al Pacino's mm-hmm. pretty good in it like there's this, like it's not as bad as you think it is. The problem with it is it's just not as good as the original too. So it's like, eh. And this is I really like the origin and they bring in Robin, right? Like that's probably the the highlight of this move of this book to me. But the, the mystery isn't quite as in depth. Like it seems like you're trying to hit on those same beats. Like they're trying to recreate the success, and it's just not. It's just hard to do.
1: So yeah, it, it's funny because that that podcast I mentioned earlier. They were talking about you know things that get a sequel that don't really need a sequel, and this yeah. is this is a good example of it. Like instead of it being of a, a story on its own, it, it's a follow up. It's a sequel to Long Halloween, which you didn't really need unless you were going to have Batman figure out. Oh God, I can't think of her name. Two Face's wife
4: was actually Halloween. was actually
1: yeah, it was actually the Holiday Killer, and 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 you know. M- make it a detective story like they made it the more of a de-
4: it was more of a detective story than the lat than the one yeah
1: but it also it, it was more of a detective solid. story but again it felt like it was missing the noir aspect john and it's mm-hmm. funny jd like I, I i get you like the the robin origin piece of it but i that felt tacked on to me like you didn't can need it i could see that you didn't need it for the story and yet <laughs> well okay I guess we're in spoilers. All right. If you haven't read it before and you're, you are you want to read it, I, go ahead and go read it. It's not bad. Again, it's not as good as the first. It's not bad. And if you have read it and you don't care talking about spoilers, then here here we go. So in the first one, Batman doesn't figure out who the holiday killer it really is. And, and she gets away.
4: Yeah. Um, uh, and that's that's that in the animated uh show they they changed it
1: the animated movie he figures it out and he lets her go right which which is even worse worse, right and this robin figures out (laughs) what's going on it's like
4: well he didn't figure it out he just said sure that isn't none and not nine and that was the clue that they that
1: yeah i know but it's just kind of it was it was one of those things where it's like jeff Loeb doesn't think he's a good detective (laughs) (laughs) True. <laughs> yeah. no he really doesn't because
3: if you look at all the bat, like hush is the same way right like mm-hmm. like he should have figured the, it out <laughs> well that's the same that's the same thing that runs through all of his batman stories is is his batman misses the clues yeah right like that's yeah. the same it's the same thing three times over right everyone else is solving stuff around him and yeah not, and not him that's just and that's just the way jeff Loeb writes the character
1: and that that now that bothers me <laughs> It's
3: all there. I mean, Long Halloween it kind of works, except for the ending. Like again, I feel like it, it's almost, it's very like uh, Shyamalanian, right?
1: Mm-hmm.
3: Like, when you're yeah, to throw this big twist in, and it's like, like a big th- twist. And you're like, wait, what? How? Like, and again, all of all three stories suffer from the same thing. I think this one has a more believable ending. Like this, like the killer in this one, you're like, well, that makes sense, you mm-hmm. know. Unlike yeah. the other two.
4: But, right but the but but the long Halloween, that, the storyline in the long Halloween was more cohesive whereas this had a lot more moving parts to it That and
1: I,
3: you know because they're like, trying to outdo the long Halloween
1: yeah and, and and I'll say this after reading this obviously they can't they can't do it as an animated movie right because there's a reason well, why no one talks about this one but they but not only that they couldn't do it because of all the changes they made in the long Halloween like they killed off what's his face the sun. Because mm-hmm. he Alberto, right? Alberto, yeah. Mm-hmm. They kill him off. Sophia, I think, ends up dead too in the cartoon.
3: You can't have that
1: here. Can't have that here. And all the stuff about Catwoman finding out that the the Roman is her her father is in this one. It's not in the first series. Oh,
3: you're yeah, you're right. Yeah. I forgot. Yeah, you're right.
1: But they right. throw it into the cartoon, which made me go. They're never gonna do. Th- <laughs> they They had no plans to ever do Dark Victory no. because. They threw all that stuff in there,
3: and I think the reason that is because they think there's better or Robin origin stories out there than probably. Year. And I like this one better than a Lonely Place, before, no, than Year Three, right? Because this one kind of supplemented Batman Year Three. Hmm. Eh. It did. It, this was this this kind of wrote Batman Year Three out of continuity.
1: Yeah, but was, this isn't this isn't a continuity. These aren't considered continuity.
3: But they are right. Like they borrow from them all the time. Like the long the stuff from the Long Halloween. You bought you take it when you need it. Because that's influenced a lot of like like when Loeb was writing the character, it was
1: certainly But it was never it was never meant these were never meant to be in continuity. Loeb says I that yeah. I, I I actually I listened to an interview on a podcast he was on and he talked about like that was his whole idea was he didn't he doesn't care about continuity. He doesn't think no, continuity
3: obviously. But I mean at the same at the same time, like these were used as continuity. like this is like the long Halloween is yeah. Two Face's origin currently, right? Like that is the origin story for Two Face because this is because the long same as like the Killing Joke was never supposed to be in continuity either. Yet Barbara Gordon spent twenty five years in a wheelchair. Yeah,
1: mm-hmm. but they they, they they talk about Gilda in uh, in the you comics. Know, Gil, no? Gilda never gets brought because right
3: because it's a bad ending because they don't, they don't acknowledge that. Yeah, but it's like they again like like you said the con, like DC continuity sell bar you take what you need you leave the rest.
1: So you were talking about style, John. One of the things I mean tim sale i still love his art like yeah
4: no the art's good
1: unique and like some like some of it, i loved when they kept showing gordon at his desk i thought that was a brilliant thing that you could only do in. It's a, again i've talked about this before like if you're a real comic book artist and writer you throw things like this in because you really couldn't get away with it in a movie or a tv show it's the same exact shot of him sitting at his desk but the um corkboard behind them keeps changing and things, things keep getting added to it and moved around as they're working on the case yeah um you know like i love that aspect of of the the book i like those things yeah i mean i read it
4: <laughs> wow if that's if that's because you can say i read it i mean i mean, I mean it, it's still better than a lot of the stuff that you find today it's, you know, there's a lot to it. It's interesting, but so, it's just not as well. I mean, it's not as cohesive as the first one. That's all.
1: Okay. So, spoiler yeah. Sophia is the killer in this one. Did you see it coming before we got there? That's my question. I'll start with John.
4: You kind of had a hint, right? It's like, I didn't, well, it was, there were two killers basically, right? I mean, well, Calendar Man and because, you know, he was creeping around the walls. Yeah. Inside the walls of. What's-his-face's house? The last... The, was it the last son? But, yeah, I, I mean, you know, I, I it kind of made sense. I mean, I kind of figured it out halfway through. Maybe three-quarters of the way through. But, you know, it, again, it's another one of those things where, like, how did Batman not guess? You know? Yeah,
1: I mean, they try to... I mean, they they try to, like, oh, they put her in a wheelchair, and she's so messed up because of what happened to and her. And they
4: put the brace on her head and all that. Yeah, and the but,
1: big brace and the all Halloween. That. But it's like... Yeah, but is she really that bad off? Yeah. I mean, JD, you read it before. Like, I
3: read it, You know, I read it 15-some-odd years ago, so I'm trying to remember what I... It's hard to remember what I thought at the time. I don't recall if I thought it was her the whole time or not, but I remember thinking we got to the end. Yeah, that makes sense. Just based on yeah. what happens in the last book. Right. So I actually think I actually think this reveal is far more logical than either this one or Hush. Hmm. I'm sorry. Well, I, I, long this Halloween was better than either Long Halloween. I saw John's looking, trying to remember what the hell I just said. The either oh. Long Halloween or Hush. Or Hush. I think this reveal is is more logical to the story because in the Long Halloween, it's like Gilda did it
1: because she was upset that her husband and then she was working too much. Yeah, well, it's
3: not. It's not a good ending. And then same in the Long. Well, in the Long Halloween, it's like of course it's Tommy. Had to be Tommy. You pointed it.
4: To, you, you mean in you Hush. It. In Hush, yeah.
3: My it's late, like John says. <laughs> oh no, yeah, sorry. In Hush, it had to be Tommy Elliott the whole time. But the fact that you find it was actually the Riddler pulling the strings behind it. Like it's just like, is it I mean really? Like again, I don't think Hush is super overrated. It should have been Jason Todd. You know, that was the way to bring him back. The way they actually brought him back isn't as good. Yeah. And like so this this story I think actually works better but the sum is but like the stuff leading up to it is just like, I, it's just like you're checking all the boxes like you're trying to recapture mm-hmm, the magic mm-hmm. from before and it's good like it's it's it, I, want, I don't want to call it work one like because it's insulting like it's solid but it's just not as good because the, the long so, Halloween is such a game changer
1: at least with at least with and, I, and I'm with you JD like by the time I got to the end I don't know if I saw it coming but I was just like that makes sense yeah like yeah, yeah. And, I, and I'm gonna say that with this and in the one aspect of what makes it better is they gave you a villain who they established her story the last time.
3: So if you've read it, if you've read that one,
1: if you read the long Halloween, then it's like, okay, she has motivation. It makes sense. She's the bad guy, right? Like that works. But other than that, it's just like, eh, I don't know.
3: No, I, 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 I agree. I, I don't. You said for me, the best part of this is bringing, is bringing in Robin,
1: like, yeah, it's a, yeah, it's hard. Like I think, that, but I, but again, I also kind of felt like, and I get it, felt, it, it. felt like they did that to pad the story to get it to twelve issues. Twelve issues, right? 12. Like I, I, the other thing that seemed like
4: padding is they kind of insinuated that he had been infected by the fear gas and that's why he started pushing everybody away, including Catwoman. But they'd never amounted. It like that plot just ended with with Alfred going, "I'll get my medicine back," and then it never went anywhere. Like nothing true. changed right. after that
1: and that's one of the things too right because like they spend this time establishing that he's pushing people away and then then he brings in robin it was like that's why it felt tacked in see i don't think that feels tacked in i feel like he was pushing
3: people away and bringing in robin is his attempt to stop doing that as he's reaching out to someone
1: the same as before, And i get that, that could be i get that sad. but i don't feel like i don't feel they like explain that well in the book i
3: don't Again, okay. I kind of, I'm always a big fan of like what goes on in in comics is what happens in between the gutters, and you read the character intentions. Yeah. and it's like, excuse me, it's not explained in, in, in implicit. It's more implicit than it is like you know, right, overstated. And I, I kind of like that kind of writing.
1: But it's like John said, like, yeah, Alfred's just like, I'll get my medical bag. And then it just like, it felt like it was just done.
4: And nothing nothing happened between like, you think you'd think in one of the panels, he would have said to Catwoman, hey, I was under fear gas. That's why I pushed you away, you know?
3: At the same time, their relationship is basically their, their relationship exists to not be functional. Yeah. Right. Like they don't have a functional relationship. They don't, they aren't on by the nature of their relationship. They aren't honest with each other because they aren't honest people. Right. She's a thief Right, and he's a sociopath. So, I mean, like, they can't have a functioning relationship. So, would Batman tell her that? No. I, don't, I mean, I, I get hmm. that. I okay. agree with you. They, they could have been like, it could have been handled a little bit better. I do think Loeb can be kind of clunky sometimes. Especially when he in has the, a lot of real estate.
1: I think in the post uh, Tom King, he would have told her.
3: <laughs> that's a different Batman, though. Like, that Batman is that that story is a long love story. Uh-huh. Whereas this isn't quite that story.
1: No, it's not. No, that's but, more of the but, cat and mouse yes, type relationship, right?
3: But this stuff provides the background, the backbone for the Tom King stuff. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like This stuff is necessary to do what Tom King is. Doing. When those are a different Batman and a different Batman, Batman and Catwoman at different points. of their life.
1: Right. Where in the animated, they ended up uh, living in the mansion together. It seems. And like. the
3: animated, the animated story feels like Tom King's Batman and Catwoman thrust into. The long Halloween yeah. which i think is actually a disservice to that story because it's a young Agreed. Batman. this is like a 20 this is like a that's like a 25 26 year old Batman whereas Tom Kings Batman's like 35 37 something like that yeah you know he's got the experience behind him. whereas this Batman is still inexperienced but he also shouldn't be stupid right like if he's supposed to be this great detective that's supposed to be batman's big thing is he's he's a detective he keeps missing these things he keeps like he keeps fucking it up
1: and it is frustrating. Wait a minute. How old is Batman really?
3: I've always looked at him as like
1: between thirty eight and forty. Yeah. So we're on our
4: fourth Robin? We are on our fourth Robin. No, don't don't try to Don't, don't do the try math because to...
3: the math is gonna frustrate you. Right. If you if you assume <laughs> I think he's closer like... to my age. I mean, probably, but to get him like functional, like Robin, had like Dick, has to be like he's probably like ten here. He needs to be more like fifteen.
1: Wait, you're saying I? In. You're saying I can't?
3: Yes, Dave. I'm exactly saying you cannot be Batman at this point. <laughs> you should
4: not take up. You should not take up that sword. Actually, I don't, wait, 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 I'm he could getting do, into shape. He, he could do Batman and Batman Beyond. That is true.
3: <laughs> that is true. That is fairly accurate.
4: <laughs> but like, like, I think it's safe. To I'm not gray yet. Assume Batman and super,
3: Assume. Batman is probably three, four years older than Superman, right? And they've both been at this for a little while.
0: Yeah, yeah.
3: There's one thing I liked the Ben Affleck portrayal. The one thing I liked was like he seemed age appropriate. Yes. You know, yeah. he was gray. He'd been—you could tell he'd been around a little, which we don't and get and he'd been through the crap, you know. Yeah, which we don't get that Batman in movies very often. So I I did like that. Like it felt like a a well worn Batman. Right. Like which is weird because he's super jaded in, in just in uh batman versus superman but we never really i kind of think we cheated we just went to a jaded batman and really didn't get a non-jaded batman you know
4: we didn't get to see his his journey to like if you, right.
3: you if you told me that ben affleck batman was the christian bale batman i could accept it a little bit more but you didn't so it just it felt weird yeah no that makes sense
1: yeah there's just hints at why he's jaded there's no right. uh
3: you get the raw you see the robin costume is dead but it's just like
1: yeah. Yeah.
3: I, I like, there's things I like, and there's things I, I, I like the idea, but I didn't like the execution, which is actually pretty similar to how I think about this story. Like I don't think it's poorly executed, but I don't think it's like, I don't think they're hitting on all cylinders.
4: But again, again still better than most of the other stories that you, get, Agreed. you know
3: Agreed. 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 So. I, think, I think anytime you get sail and load together, you're going to get a really good story.
1: Yeah. And I think, mm-hmm. I think the theme of long Halloween felt more maybe organized is the word. It did because you had that
3: long halloween
1: theme so you had that like every holiday was a different
3: yeah the holiday theme seemed to connect you had that motif going which really helped bridge the story this way you don't get it it's just 12 issues because the story has to be 12 issues because right on halloween was exactly this could have been a 60 and yeah that's yeah
1: that's one of the things again and i that's why i kind of feel like the robin stuff feel tacked on like you could have you could have tightened this up a lot
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah, it does. It does feel like it's serving a lot of masters, right? Because officially, because like the the DC stance is the long Halloween is is really Batman Year Two, right? Okay. <clears throat> and
1: makes this sense. Is,
3: this is kind of this is kind of what they look at as Batman Year Three. But even you know, it is better than Batman Year Three, but it's just not. It doesn't live in the pantheon of great Batman stories, right? But it's still pretty good.
4: Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. It's about right. All right. Anything? Uh, anything else you want to? Uh, John,
4: mm, no, I mean, yeah, read it. It's an interesting read. You know, it's good for posterity. It's one of the better. What's one of the better stories? It's just we're trying. We're comparing gold to a diamond. So you know, it's yeah, like very. That's good. Acting.
1: I'm glad you didn't say you were comparing gold to a dog turd. Well,
4: wasn't that bad? No, 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 not even close.
1: Okay.
4: It Was written by Rob Liefeld or anything like that. <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs>
1: Or Bendis. Ooh. Well, I like Bendis. Oh Bendis no, you don't.
3: Stuff. No, I do.
1: I no one that. likes Bendis. <laughs>
3: Ultimate Spider-Man is a really good story.
1: All 120 some odd issues. Hmm. It takes them 10 issues to get to tell the origin story. Six, six, and that was the idea, because
3: it takes a little bit. And that wasn't Bendis's choice. That was the
1: that was the directive from. And it's Thomas. it's so stupid. It really is because the. the I hate that. I hate, I hate it. I hate it. I hate it. I hate it. The only reason you're watching it is because you know he's going to become Spider-Man. If you didn't know that, no one would have er, ever read that book. But
3: it gives you a journey
1: of how he be, of how he really becomes Spider-Man. But you wouldn't. Of, like, but I'm saying if if you didn't know that that was the payoff, no one would have read that. But then you do know the payoff. The payoff is he becomes Spider-Man. Like. But the, I'm the, saying the if this Spider-Man. was a if this was a new hero and you took six issues to tell the origin of how he becomes the hero, no one's going to read that comic.
3: Yeah, but it's it's not. So, I mean, like, you wouldn't do that with a brand new hero. You wouldn't take six issues. They did it with, uh, they do it with uh, Invincible. They make you wait six issues before you learn why we're here.
4: Yeah, true. This is true.
1: Yeah, Yeah. You know, I mean, that's, that's. the the counter well that's before you get the reveal of who the father is
3: yeah but i mean that's the driving force of the entire story right like he becomes the hero beforehand but the origin of but the origin of the hero takes place after he becomes but
1: you don't but that's the whole thing is you don't know
3: no you can you that's the flexibility you have with a brand new character yeah versus we need to retell we need to redo spider-man right and they did something different. Like the original origin's like 10 pages. And this one they said, let's beat it out of them. Right. And it's better job than like what John Byrne did <laughs> a few years earlier with Spider-Man chapter one. That thing is dog turns. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like, that's terrible. Like, and again, I get your I get your concern, but I mean, the stuff they did afterwards is great. Like, those are like those are the best Spider-Man stories of that era. Are an ultimate spider.
1: No, the best is the other. Anyway. Uh... <laughs> It's a joke. It's a joke.
3: <laughs> hey, the retconning since passed officially. That's how Nick Spencer's going to close out his uh, Spider Man run. Oh, geez. <sighs> Is it how? I don't know. I'm, I'm not reading, but I just saw the headline.
4: He's going to go to Doctor Strange and make everybody forget it. <laughs>
3: I don't know. I mean, there's something. I mean, like, it's good. I, look, Marvel's ignored it, but at least if we can officially put that genie away, like, at some point, like, I think it was Brief or Zach Alonso. Oh, no, me. no, no. They should have told JMS
1: but they didn't. They're not gonna put that. I mean, they're fans. They're gonna put it away, but fans are still gonna harp on it for a long time ago. A, a long uh, time. You know, there's lots of bad Spider-Man. You can't. I can't believe what you did to Gwen Stacy. That's all you're gonna hear.
3: They made his parents fucking shield spies too. I
1: mean, there's bad Spider-Man stories that we just pretend to, that we, you know, conveniently forget about. Yes. Oh my God! What was the story? The '90s where his parents come back and then. Oh yeah, it, they were robots. They revealed they the life, robots. They yeah, were life
3: model decoys. They were. Cyber- yes, they were. Oh my who sent them back to mess with? Them? Was it Osborn? Uh,
1: yes, I, of course it was. it
3: was. Well, like I mean, that was before Osborn came back to life, so I might have retconned it So it was Osborn who sent the robots back. But yeah, I forget how the whole thing. Like that set—that was the big setup for uh, for him going crazy before. Yeah, that's a shit story too. What you know was worse than making his parents spies—making them robots. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh my god!
3: See, this is the thing though—is we talk about Batman, and we're like, well, you know, this story. It's a little clunky. It doesn't quite live up. Hey, remember that time Spider-Man's parents were robots? <laughs>
4: and he was like, Batman's so, parents. were th- robots. Th- this is the sad yeah. truth.
3: Is there, Batman has been is treated. People dog on DC comics. They're, Batman is treated so much better by its creators over the years than Spider-Man's been treated.
1: No, uh, yeah, this and is there's true. Some
3: Batman stories that are that are not great, but there's nothing like that.
4: <laughs> this is true.
1: Hmm, what is the worst Batman story?
3: There's people that will say RIP and they're philistines and they're incorrect. <laughs> but I don't know, what would you consider the worst Batman? That might be a good Twitter question. Get our
1: engagement. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, do that. What's is- the one where he goes crazy and the the suit and and what's his face they even incorporated it into his Batman story? He has a different name. Yeah, it was in the 70s. It was like a short
3: when he was doing the matches Malone thing
1: no oh my god i forgot about matches malone
3: he, he had a different, it, like Sp- uh, superman superman did that superman went crazy and then becomes gangbuster
1: jeez i can't remember now he's got like this purple oh, mix batman ma- from,
3: does the batman from Zen r- Zeron r that's it that's grant morrison that's actually uh that's that's what i'm saying that's batman r.i.p and i will i will have
1: you oh. speak that poorly of grant morrison good sir no, no. but that I mean, no, that's Batman that was, RIP, but he that's an idea that was from an order yeah, yeah,
3: right from the sick from the 50s.
1: The 50s, that's it. Okay. Yeah, it
3: was it was when the comic it was com, that's like prime comics code stuff when all you could only do silly story like right. of quality. So we got Batmite.
4: Might. Oh, come on. That's that's gold though. Now, now, I would say
3: it's gold. It's good stuff back then. i
1: yeah. uh, oh, man.
3: I'm I'm serious. Put this up as a Twitter thing. I'm very curious to hear what people say Mm. That could be. That's interesting topic for a show. The fish. The laughing fish. That's that's just
1: the laughing fish. That's
3: a classic, man. You think? Yeah. That's the return of the Joker.
1: Yeah, that's true.
3: That's Marshall Rogers.
1: I was just trying to think of silly things that they've done.
3: He was poisoning fish. He was poisoning people with those fish. I All know. Right. All right. I think
4: we've we've basically yeah. run this. Into the All right. Ground. I'll say that. I'll I'll, <laughs> I'm I'll,
3: I'll put this up. Put this up. I'm curious. I, yeah.
1: I'm, I'm going to, but I will say I'll one of the. That. One of the best is also one of the worst. The Killing Joke, just because what it did to Batman from that point agrees. on.
3: Alan Moore agrees with you. <laughs> yes, that might be the answer, by the way. But yeah, let's see what people say.
1: What is the worst? What's the worst thing? Actually, two questions. What do you think is the worst Batman story? But what is the worst thing they've ever done to Batman in the comics?
3: See what people say. Hmm. Open it up to the crowd. and We'll see. We'll see what response we get.
1: I'm going to do that. All right. So I guess what we're saying is, you should read Dark Victory, but don't expect it to be a masterpiece.
3: Yeah, it's okay. It's okay. Mm-hmm. It's a good read. It's yeah, better yeah. than
1: the. It's better than the Clone Saga. Yeah.
3: Yes. Take a lot Every, of this time to read it. Too.
1: Everything's better than the Clone Saga. Come on. I mean, there's some good things that came out of that. But there anyway, are some
3: good things that came out of that. But actually no, there's much more Spider-Man stories in the clone saga. Right, let's save that for another day. But yeah, to, yeah. Trust me on
1: that. I hope that we get, uh, if they're going to do multiverse stuff, just give us a glimpse of Scarlet Spider. In the, in, I agree
3: with you. In that, you know, that sweatsuit? The yeah. Sweatshirt costume? Sweatshirt
1: costume, yeah. Just just give us, give us that live action one time, and I'll be happy. I don't need a Scarlet Spider movie, but It's I, not a controversial take to
3: say the Scarlet Spider costume is a good costume.
1: Yeah. So... All right. On that note, let's go around. Let's wrap it up. Get some recommendations for our audience. We'll start with John. I don't know that I have any Uh recommendations. Well,
4: you know what? Go go see Shang-Chi. Shang-Chi. Sorry. Yeah. No, it's it's Shang-Chi. No, it's Shang-Chi.
1: No, it's Shang-Chi. It's we no, had, it,
4: they, they did a whole pronunciation skit in the movie, Shang-Chi. We,
1: we had uh, Engelhardt on our podcast, and he says Shang-Chi. So and I'm sorry. He created the character. He knows how to pronounce the character's name.
4: <laughs> All I'm saying is it, it, uh, the, in the movie, and everybody's pronouncing it, Shang-Chi.
1: Yes, because that's the whole, like...
4: And I'm sure there's a couple the
1: pronunciation of pronunciation thing. Yeah. But yeah, you. no. It's, so anyway, but,
4: but go see the movie. It's it's well <laughs> worth it. It's well worth it. And and before you go see the movie, go on YouTube, look for Comics Explained, the the Dweller in Darkness, and and look at Rob's entire explanation of the Dweller in Darkness, because that knowing that makes the ending of Shang-Chi. Way more interesting. Did you watch it before you watched the movie? For yeah, because I, because I because you know I, it came up on my feed, huh. and you know the, Rob, the, the guy who does that that comics explain. Rob, he he, you know he went to see the movie way before it came out because he gets those kinds of things, and he put together a bunch of explanations for some of the characters. And the Dweller in Darkness is tied to is tied very intrinsically. To Galactus, yes. All okay, right, I'll check it out. I mean, who knows if the MCU will keep that canon, but it's really, it's a very interesting plot point.
1: <laughs> okay, how about you, JD?
3: On my DC Infinite Universe app, I've been reading a series from 2020 that I missed. Uh, the Question, The Deaths of Vic Sage. It's written by Jeff Lemire and art by the great Dennis Cowan. And it is freaking Awesome. I'm Uh, halfway through it right now. It's it's very cool. It's very very cool. Very very dark. It's black DC black label, but it's it's some of the best question stuff I've read since probably the Denny O'Neill one in the '80s. It's cool, man.
4: It's a good thing that the question that the the idea of the the question that character attracts good writers, you know? Because there's a lot
3: of there's a lot of potential with that. I remember when I was working when I was like trying to get with DC, I threw them a pitch. For the question when i was talking and they didn't even entertain me so this is why is because this was what they were doing i'm like hey you know what jeff lemire is better than me i'll give that so it was uh it's good man highly recommend it
1: cool well i will recommend one that you go to our website superhero speak.com where you can find the podcast every week comic book reviews by our good friend d square and links to all our social media at the top of the page i am going to recommend that you go to our website uh, hit the search button, type in Steve Englehart, and listen to our interview with the creator of Shang Chi. It's one of our earlier episodes. It was pre JD. John's not on it, so you'll enjoy it. <laughs> it's me and Ben. And you know what? I'm gonna go see Shang Chi this weekend. JD, are you gonna see? I don't know. I want to see it really bad. It's gonna
3: depend on. Uh, it's gonna depend on some things.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Well. I'm going to recommend, uh, I, like John said, go see it because depending on things, it's probably what we're going to be talking about next week on the podcast.
3: My wife lets me go to the movies. That's what it's depending on. So uh, we will see what happens.
4: I recommend edible flowers. <laughs> Is
3: that a drug reference? It's, what are what are edible flowers? Edible arrangements. Do,
4: don't don't oh, you have edible, edible arrangements. arrangements up there?
3: Yeah. So
1: fruit.
2: Yeah. That,
3: will, that will, The actual flowers. Yeah.
4: <laughs> Not if it's all chocolate covered, but you know
1: uh well on that note go enjoy your edible uh flowers (laughs) and thanks for hanging out don't let your get caught the door have a good week